0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wildlife Control Podcast. My name is Kyle, and this is episode five, I think. I think it's episode five, maybe episode four. Hey, either way, it doesn't matter what episode it is. Um, Today, I'm gonna talk about dominating your market in the wildlife control industry, that is, of course. Nothing else. Um, Did a little research to prepare for today's podcast and, you know, when it comes to dominating, I want to make sure that I'm hitting every single thing that I can do to better my business. Um, and, and that's really going to start by me reverse engineering everything. I need to reverse engineer a lot of things in my business, but one of them obviously is, is financial. So when I look at, okay, I, I want to take my business to the next level, I want to dominate a certain area, a certain territory, or multiple territories in my case and a lot of other people's cases, I got to make sure I got my numbers right. Um, So I pulled up two things that are important and you can kind of backtrack and fill in the voids um, where you think, you know, it should be. But I looked up this morning, I said, you know, what does the U.S. government think, which you know they're going to be 100% accurate, what do they think small businesses that are doing five million bucks a year or less, how much money should they be spending on advertising? So they actually recommend that you spend seven to 8% of your revenue on advertising and marketing. And then I, I dig a little deeper and I found on pctonline.com, which is pestcontroltrainingonline.com. Um, I kind of looked at what they were saying, and I found an article um, that was talking about. I believe it's the COO of Aero Exterminators, and it was, this is from a few years ago, so I don't know if he's still with them or not. But he says that Aero Exterminators, which is a big company, I think they break $100 million a year, and they do a lot of wildlife control. Their goal is 12% profit. That is their goal. You know, they have a lot of moving parts, they're heavy in the acquisitions. So that is their goal for a a company that has continuously grown every year for a very long time. I think they're at like 55 years in business, so obviously they know something. Um, And then I looked at and I found another article about service companies, wildlife control, pest control, stuff like that. They said that your payroll should not be more than 50%, but it could be. So the reason I need to know What I want my profit to be, what I want my payroll to be, and what I want my advertising cost to be, is because it's going to tell me how much money I should spend on advertising and on different things so that I can dominate my market. Because if my costs are too high, that's going to hurt my business. i got to make sure everything's on point here. So... Once you figure out how much money you're gonna set aside for advertising and for payroll, which for me, those are two of the most important costs in my business, once I'm able to do that, now I can actually create a plan to grow my business. And there's a lot of different ways for you to get yourself out there and dominate your market. You know, when you think about dominating your market, you should be thinking about the bigger brands. The bigger brands in wildlife control. So who are the biggest brands in wildlife control? Critter control and true tech. If you go and do a search, whatever it might be for wildlife control in any major city in the United States that they service, which is pretty much every city. I think there's only a few areas they do not service. They are on the front page. They are on the front page of Google, which is the most important page. There's no page that is more important than being on the front page of Google, whether you pay for it or whether you get there organically with your own website, which still costs money. Either way, that company has made it on there, which is the same company, by the way. They're owned by Rollins, which owns Orkin and a lot of other companies. So... That is a perfect example of dominating your market, because in a lot of, in a lot of cases, not only will you see TrueTech on the front page there, but you also see Critter Control. So the consumer has no idea. They have no idea that that's two different companies. And on that same page, you might actually find Orkin. You might actually find Home Team. You might actually find any of their other companies that Rollins owns on that page. And the customer has no idea. They could get three quotes, all Rollins companies. That's domination. And that's how Rollins does about $2 billion a year in sales, which I believe they're they're already on track to hit that this year after a big acquisition that they did. So guys, if you want to dominate, you should definitely look at what the big guys are doing. They certainly know something. Um, I'm not going to take any advice from people who have done less than me i 'm only going to take advice from people who have done more and i 'm not going to give y'all any advice unless it 's something that i 've actually personally accomplished i 'm not going to tell you to do anything that I have not already done um, and that's that 's the God honest truth so now when I, when I sit down and say okay i 'm going into a market or I 'm in a current market I want to make sure I am doing everything in my capacity to hit every target and get myself out there so everybody knows if they're going to look for wildlife control, whether it's on the internet, whether it's calling their pest control company, whether it's getting a referral from their HOA, whatever, I want to make sure I am the guy, I am the company that they refer. So the only way I do that is is by utilizing these strategies. the very first thing for me the most important thing for me is my own websites so for our company first coast wildlife services and expel and conserve we run three different brands it's all the same company though for now and they have their each individual websites and then on top of that we build local websites for specific territories, not for every territory that we're in. We, we need to, and we should, and we will. Um, but we have multiple websites for each territory advertising in that same territory online. And for each page, our keywords are going to be a little bit different. So if a customer puts in animal and attic, one page might show up. If, if a customer puts in wildlife removal, another page might pop up. And our intention is number one to get on the first page and then number two to be within the top five and then number three to be number one. We, we want to get there eventually, which takes a lot of work. But websites organically, it's going to take a little bit longer. And if this is not something that you know how to do, I highly recommend that you figure it out on your own rather than hiring somebody because you hire somebody to do this, you don't know if they're doing things right or wrong. And you have to pay them over and over and over again to continue to work on your website for you. And they might set something up that you don't even have the knowledge and skills to get in there and access it and move stuff around. There's a lot of different templates out there that are so easy. If you can use a smartphone, you can definitely build your own website. And in 2010, I was determined when I started my company to figure it out and through trial and error, slowly but surely, I began to figure it out and I believe by 2012 or 13, my business was on the front page of Google. I think it was there before that, I just wasn't worried about it because I had a huge contract that was paying all the bills. I wasn't even worried about a website. But eventually, it was very important for me We've stayed in the top five on Google in most of our territories that we're in within a year of of opening up that territory uh, for quite a few years. And it's worked out really well for us. And it was planting seeds. We had to get ourselves out there. So we were planting seeds for tomorrow. And now we create a new page on our site. It's on the front page within a few days sometimes. Sometimes a few weeks, but... Typically, we're able to get there if we really, really want to just by putting a little energy and attention on it. But you need to figure out the whole website thing. You really do. I highly recommend you do a lot of research. And that's, that's actually how I start my day each day. I don't check all of our territories because there's too many, but I'll pick a handful of territories and I'll check our SEO stats in those areas. I want to make sure we're, we're seeing progress and we're maintaining so, websites is one thing that everybody should be doing in order to dominate your market. If you only have one website and you're a wildlife control company, I really think you're missing out. You know, Home Advisor, um, Angie's List, those organizations are not just using one domain name. They're using multiple. They're using multiple resources to pull consumers in to find the right service for them and if they're doing it this is a multi-billion dollar organization uh clearly they know something so i think it's very important to have multiple domain names and not just use one i think we have a dozen all right free internet listing what the hell is that a free internet listing google um you can do a google map listing that's free you can do yahoo there's bing um, YP.com, um, there's Merchant Circle. There's a lot of different things out there that are free. And some people might tell you it doesn't help. Well, that's not a risk I'm willing to take. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and post my business there. I'm gonna post my local location there with a local phone number in each territory. I don't care if it's only you know, right across the county line. If the if the phone number is different there, I'm getting a local phone number. I think it's super important for you to have a local phone number in each territory. Because if you don't, people these days do not want to do business with someone on across the county. Even though it makes perfect sense for us to drive 30 minutes to an hour or further in some instances. But they don't want to do business with people that are far away. They want to feel secure. They wanna know that you're right around the corner if you need anything. So that gives them peace of mind. So make sure you get a local number. There's a lot of different uh, virtual phone systems out there. We use Grasshopper, works incredibly well. You can put a virtual phone number on there with a local area code. Customer calls that number, it forwards straight to whatever line you want it to forward to. And you can actually call from that number as well if you download the app on your smartphone. So that works incredibly well, but all those listings too can help your website. Now, I am not an expert when it comes to websites because I know there's a lot of people out there that know way more than me, but I've got a few ideas and honestly, everything that we have today is things that I've created. I've, I've hired a couple of people, but more so for consulting and, and giving us direction than actually doing everything for us. Um, now you have lead generation. Now, this is, this is not free. But if you want to dominate, like truly dominate a market, and put everything you have into that market to make sure you're growing consistently and you're you're tearing up that area, um, you should pay for leads. You should. Leads can come in a lot of different forms. Um, you have Angie's List, which is Home Advisor, same company, by the way, but it's a different um, it's a different structure. So you have Angie's List, Home Advisor. there's Thumbtack, there's Porch, Google Ads, um, and there's, there's other private lead generation companies out there. Do your research. Make sure that these companies have good results. Make sure you're not, you're not paying for trash because that does exist as well. Be very, very careful. Um, I've had good success with all of the above, and I've had some issues with some of those as well. Um, to be completely honest, I've had issues with Home Advisor, and have, I've had issues with some of those private lead generation companies out there. Um, not all of them are the same. There are some that are excellent and there's some that are not. I think Home Advisor is good for a smaller business. If you have one person in your company that's dedicated to handling the lead generation for Home Advisor and Thumbtack and stuff like that, it can work really well. But if you have a lot of hands in the pot, um, you can burn through some money because home advisor, in my experience, has sent us false leads you know that we had to pay for um, they 'll let you credit certain leads if it 's not a good lead, but you can only do that so many times and um, I took a lot of the leads just to kind of test it out myself and I actually found that home advisor was i don 't know if it 's them or if it 's just a computer or what it is, but we were getting we were getting bad leads. That yeah, we'd call the call the lead and the people don't even know who we are and they said that they don't even have a animal problem and they never filled out any form online or anything. So I don't know what that's about, but you know, use caution. Now what else can you do to drive in leads as far as lead generation? Well for sure you should utilize your customer base. You should let them know, hey, you send me a business, I send you a check figure out that in your margins of what works well we'll do like five percent of profit on the job which i think is a good idea we can do a PL for each individual job uh, we take out operating costs and everything and then after the end of the end of all that um, we cut the, cut a check for five percent of profit on that particular job that the customer sent us at the beginning of each month and Hey, who doesn't like free money just by referring your neighbor or whoever um, to your company? So very easy to do. You just got to teach your, tr- your customers how to do that. Um, pest control companies. Pest control companies, you can buy leads from them. You got to build the relationship. Some of them will take take money. Others won't. Others just are happy to refer somebody. But super important that you get out there and introduce yourself to all the pest control companies because... Lord knows there's a lot of them out there that do not have somebody to refer and they're just waiting on you to come in the door and introduce yourself. So um, been buying leads from different pest control companies for a long time. It works. Now, other things that you can do that are free, you can't complain and say, I don't have any money for marketing. I don't have any money for advertising. I just can't get myself out there. It costs too much money. False. And actually I'm going to Before I even go into what I'm talking about, this is what I like Google Ads for and also some of the private lead generation. You don't have any money for advertising. That's fine. You don't need any money because they don't require any money up front. Neither does HomeAdvisor. You you open up a new location or you increase your territory size and you want to get leads in those areas because your website's not performing there. You hire Google, for instance. Google's not going to bill you for a couple weeks. So you're going to start advertising within 24 hours of you creating that ad or less, which means you're immediately getting business in, which means you're immediately getting cash in, hopefully. Hopefully, you're, you're getting some residential jobs that are paying immediately. And then you take that money, you put it in your bank, and it covers the cost of the advertising. Pretty simple. So you don't have to have, like, if you have zero You can open up a bank account, put the minimum amount to deposit in the bank account, get that card, use that card to create the Google ad, put it on file. Google will not bill you for a couple weeks. Sometimes I think it's like a month later, but you don't need any money. So what you do is you say, okay, I know I have a budget. Google will allow you to create a budget, which is very helpful. I need to spend no more than say a thousand bucks a month on advertising. So I set my budget to where it's a thousand bucks a month. And then what I do is as I'm accumulating new jobs from Google, I start putting money into that account as an advertising account and utilize that account for only advertising. And I'm putting enough money in there to cover Google's fees. Very simple, very easy. Anybody can do it. Um, You do not need to, to have a bunch of cash to Pay for advertising you just need to have it when the bill is due um, and it's the same way home advisor I think bills you weekly um, so it's a little different Google's a huge company they you know you're you're advertising on their website it doesn't cost them anything um, so it's it's very simple um, but free things that you can do on top of all that and I am reminded regularly every time I go to a networking event. Of how powerful it is for you to go to a networking event. Um, we just sponsored a networking event for a real estate firm here in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, let's see, two weeks ago. And within one week of us doing it, we generated thousands of dollars in sales. It cost us a few hundred bucks to sponsor the event. And we generated thousands of dollars in sales, and it's going to be long-term relationships with these these companies, these realtors, these property managers, um, a lot of different people that can send us business that we met at that meeting. So that actually wasn't free, but there are free networking events out there, and I've had great success at, at all of them, and sometimes you go to them and you don't get anything for a while, maybe a month or so. But I think there really is a, a step-by-step process of how to do it right. You, you should definitely follow up with people after you get their business cards. Um, try and schedule another time to if it's somebody that you think is valuable, you should call them and try to get a one-on-one lunch scheduled, or a dinner, or you know just a one-on-one meeting where you can stop by their office and talk to them and see if there's anything that you can do to help them maybe not just in wildlife control, but in their business in general, provide some value to that person. And chances are they're going to think of you when they do need you. So you got to get yourself out there. Cold calling. Cold calling is incredibly easy and incredibly free. The only thing it's going to cost is for you to have a phone. If you do not have a phone, then you're not listening to this podcast. So jump on the phone, go down the list, call your property managers, call your pest control companies, call anybody and everybody. And that is prospecting. That's cold calling. And it's so easy. It's so easy. It's how I I grew my business um, by just doing that regularly and following up with people. And eventually you get yourself in and you're able to generate some money from that. Um, And then there's face-to-face prospecting. You know, you don't have to be limited to the phone. One thing I like to do is do cold calling and the people that I get good feedback from over the phone. I will find out where their office is and I'll go there in person to introduce myself, drop off some business cards. That way they get a face to a name and a voice. And then I can actually build that relationship with that person or with that company. And you know, face to face goes a long way. It certainly helps to introduce yourself face to face. People are gonna remember you more when they saw you and when you came out to their business. And I mean, I've been on the other end of that. Um, I'll say good things about a vendor. That's that's soon to be ours. We're working on doing a deal together, but this guy followed up with me on LinkedIn. I think it was for over a year, probably once a month, sent me a, uh, a message on LinkedIn finally. And he works for a dealership. Finally, um, we didn't need any trucks. We had plenty of trucks. But finally, we're in a place where we're about to get a bunch of trucks and some cars. And he reached out to me just at the right time. He actually came to our office, brought us cookies. He was like, hey, Kyle, I know I've been a kind of a pest. I just wanted to come by and introduce myself. Here's some cookies. And here's my card. And here's my cell phone number. And please call me. I said, actually, we are finally in a place where we're going to go ahead and start buying stuff. So uh, we'd definitely like to meet with you, schedule a meeting with him. We're going to buy a bunch of inventory from him. Um, It's going to help him out tremendously. So, you know, his ability to follow up really, it was good timing on his part. Nobody else was following up with me. I needed vehicles. He's in my face. It makes perfect sense. So you know you're you're going to you're going to take you're going to do business with people who are right in front of you. It's it's easier that way. They're easier to access and I respect the hustle. I respect that this person took the time to follow up, to bring us cookies, brought the whole office cookies. Everybody's excited. They get to eat sweets today. And you know it goes it goes a really long way. And it was it only cost him, you know, 5 bucks to buy those cookies. But that five bucks that he spent, I don't know what kind of commission he gets or if he gets commission, but, um, it's I imagine he's gonna be uh, brought up in a in the next sales meeting after we do a big deal with him. So, hey, it's really important to get in front of people. But, you know, when I look at dominating my market, I want to make sure I'm hitting all of those places, not just one or two. I want to touch all of those opportunities. I want to make sure I'm doing the prospecting. I'm doing the cold calling. I'm working on our own websites and I'm doing my advertising as well. And I'll be honest, we do not pay for ads except in a couple of cities. We have 10 locations. Only two of our 10, we actually pay for ads. Everywhere else, it's 100% organic. That is from blood, sweat and tears and blisters on my fingers from working on our websites late into the night and, and hiring employees, teaching our employees how to do that that have zero experience with websites and getting them on board to help us with that stuff. And hey, it really helps. It really helps. Um, if you have simple templates like GoDaddy, um, Lycos, um, Squarespace, there's there's a bunch of them. Those are very easy. Anybody can do it. I promise you, if you can just drag and drop stuff on a desktop, you can certainly build a website and you can certainly pass that knowledge on to anybody else um, as long as you have a template to utilize for each page. That way they don't have to come up with stuff um, from scratch. So you know, for us, the amount of time and, and energy and money that we put into those websites over the years is now saving us hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in advertising at all of our locations. And I mean, hey, who, who's going to complain about that? What company is going to complain that they don't have to advertise? Now, that doesn't mean that we won't advertise. Every once in a while, we still will. But if we're slammed and we're booked up and we're growing, I'm not going to advertise. I'm going to save the money. I'm going to use the money. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend on other things. Instead of buying leads, instead I'm going to sponsor networking events like we did the other day. I'm going to, uh, you know, try and take as many uh, potential referral sources out to lunch as I can. I'm going to spend money on that. Um, I'm going to spend money on maybe our trucks, making sure that they have nice, fresh, clean logos on them that everybody can see. You know, whatever it might be, maybe it's, it's a mailers to our current customer base to inform them of a new service and spend money on that. I'm still going to spend the money. It's just going to be somewhere else. It's not going to be just for the internet. Because we're already, if we're already dominating the internet, I'm not, I, don't need to, I don't need to show up 10 out of 10. I'm okay with, with two or three um, organic listings out of 10. So I'll tell you what, that was probably the best thing that we could have ever done for our business is putting a lot of time into our own websites and making sure that they are on the front page. And I am not an expert by any means on doing that. Um, You could look up tons of free stuff online that can tell you exactly what to do to help your page get to the front. Uh, But it's not complicated, I promise you. The people that are building these sites, they're no different than you and me. They're normal people, they just have a different skill set. And if you can learn how to do wildlife control, you can learn how to build websites. And one of the things that we do, if you have a staff, the office staff, one thing that I'll do is I'll sit down with one of our administrative people and identify what in their day is taking away their time that's not productive. And then what I do is I say, okay, well, that task isn't productive. Let's take that off your plate. Now you have an hour of free time. So I want you to do this for an hour each day and in one hour with our template, you can create 10 pages, um, or more. And obviously that's going to help your website out tremendously. So highly recommend you get yourself out there, utilize the internet, utilize the free stuff. There's so many free things. And another big tip that saved us a ton of money is Google listings, the free Google listings. Do you have employees that live in townships or cities outside of where your Google map listing is, but you service that area? You should look at sending them a Google postcard. Do you have family and friends in cities outside of your your, uh, Google listing that you currently have? you should send them a Google postcard. If you don't know what that means, you need to log into Google. Um, You need to get onto, uh, I think it's called Google Maps, and list your business on there. You'll see exactly what I mean. It's free, and when I get my monthly report from Google of how many calls those listings generate, they dominate organic websites by a long shot. People don't even scroll down sometimes. They just click on the listing and call that it helps tremendously. So take the time people learn how to do these things. And you can dominate your market too. To be a professional wildlife control organization, you do need to be a professional marketer. And you need to figure out how to generate leads and generate them at a low enough cost to where you can still hit your goals. Arrow Exterminators is, what I say, 12%. Our goal is 30%. Um, Every business is different. But Part of that 30%, we're setting aside for acquisitions right now so we can buy up some other companies. So if anybody's interested in selling their business, please reach out to me, Kyle at firstcoastwildlife.com. First is spelled out. Hope everybody has a great day. Hope everybody is successful. Thank you.